0: And we're back to the Constructionist Podcast. And as many of you who are regular listeners, or maybe this is your very first time, I always emphasize the Scripture. Reading the Scripture, getting to know the Scripture, making yourself familiar with the Scripture. All of these things are absolutely vital and absolutely foundational to having your mind built up to something that God can... Really take hold of and use for his glory. So, and when I say mind, I mean the whole of your thinking, your personality, who you are as a person. So, in this particular podcast, we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, Let me give you a bit of a background first. So, I have a degree in biblical hermeneutics. I have a, a degree a bachelor's degree in theology with an emphasis and special interest in biblical hermeneutics. and hermeneutics is just a term used to mean interpreting the Bible. What does it actually mean? So a lot of books that you pick up nowadays or I mean for the last number of years have many of them have been about how to study the Bible, which is sort of along the lines of doing exegesis which is extracting from the text what it's saying. So, exegesis is all about uh, analyzing sentences, defining words, uh, getting the history behind the text, getting the, um, you know, like that sort of grammatical historical method, that kind of thing. So, understanding the language of the text and understanding the history behind the text, and then you'll be able to uh, do an exegesis of the text. So, uh, that's, that's sort of one area of studying the Bible. Now, springboarding from that is a whole nother discipline called hermeneutics, which is all about extracting the meaning of the text and understanding what the text means. And that's the, that's the area that I delved into mostly is that kind of thing. Now, so I did a degree. I've actually been to several Bible schools. Uh, I went to one small Bible school in Florida that was part of Teen Missions International. I did that for a couple of years, non-accredited, uh, went through their program, enjoyed it, made good friends. It was good. Then I turned around uh, several years later and I did the Knowing Your Bible course with Midlands Bible College. Now more on that course here in a minute. But Midlands Bible College was a Bible school in the Midlands of England, and uh, I got involved with them doing their Knowing Your Bible course, which is what I want to talk about today. Now, I went on to then do their degree, and I did my bachelor's degree in theology, and they changed the name of their school, and they went from Midlands Bible College to King's Evangelical Divinity School, which is what they are now known as today, King's Evangelical Divinity School. So this podcast, just to let you know right now, is sort of a a pitch toward their school because it is an extremely useful program that they have for people who want to do biblical studies which is what I promote heavily in my podcast. I just did one a few weeks ago or a month or so ago called read and pray pray and read. And so I and I did another one about humility and reading the scriptures. So I am very much pro reading the scriptures, studying the scriptures, letting the scriptures speak to you, and I'll explain re- why here in a minute. So knowing your bible was a course that was done by Midland Bible college, and then they changed their name to King's Evangelical Divinity School, and they partnered up with a accrediting university so that they can give out accredited degree programs. So I did the Knowing Your Bible course, and then I went on to the uh, degree program. Now, for over a year, I have been doing their master's program and working on that. So for the next several podcasts, I want to try to emphasize a different area of that they offer different programs that they offer. Here are the four programs. They offer the Knowing Your Bible program, Knowing Your Bible course, which I'll talk about in a minute, and then they also offer the Jewish Christian Studies course, which focuses specifically on the relationship between Jews and Christians and what the scripture says about that, and how to maintain good and healthy relationship. And then the next thing that they offer is the bachelor's degree in theology that is accredited through the University of Chester in the UK. And then the final thing that they offer, and that is is a standard sort of three-year British course, a British degree-level course. Uh, I actually took longer than that because it's online. And then they do the master's, which is what I'm working on right now is my master's. So going back to the Knowing Your Bible course, it's a lovely little course that is made up of multiple modules. So let me read you the scripture, and I want to use this as a kind of springboard for emphasizing the Knowing Your Bible course and why I think it is very valuable. Uh, And then I'll do a few more podcasts on other aspects of what they say and try to give you something of value in the process. I'm not just selling the school, although I think it's a very – they have a fantastic program that that, that you should take advantage of. I'll just put it that way. But let me read this passage and give you something of spiritual value as well. So Matthew 5.17 says, Do not think, says Jesus, do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets – I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one jot or one tittle, or in this uh, English Standard Version says one iota, not one dot, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Now I read this passage to say that Jesus took the scriptures seriously. I mean, what does he say? I am not coming as the Messiah, the Son of God. I am not coming to abolish the law of the prophets. I am coming to fulfill them. Now, Jesus, we have to understand, is 100% God and 100% human, 100% man. So, in that position, 100% God, 100% man, he is the God-man. In that position, we have to recognize that he was born as a baby, onto the earth, and he grew up with loving parents in a culture and an environment that was fully Jewish. He grew up in Nazareth. Now, if you don't know about Nazareth, it was a Jewish, uh, a very uh, exclusively Jewish enclave or little village that developed and was founded during the Maccabean period. Now, the Maccabean period was the 150, 200 years before Jesus was born, and this was the time when the Greeks roamed the land before the Romans came and roamed the land, all right? So, Nazareth was a little tiny village, even in Jesus' day, two 300 people, maybe? It was small, and that's why... When uh, you read John chapter 1 and Jesus meets Philip, he says, can anything good come from Nazareth? I mean, it really was a small little podunk town. Uh, And it was the home of Jesus. That's where he grew up. Now, like a lot of Jewish boys, he would have gone to Torah class taught by the rabbis in the synagogue. So Jesus would have learned Torah. As he grew up, you can go on to Bet Midrash, the house of... Investigation, put it that way, where you would go and study more deeply these things. Uh, if you finish Torah school, well, all boys went to Torah school, and when you finish Torah school, if you wanted to, you can go on to Bet Midrash. If not, you can join your father's trade and become a fisherman or a craftsman or a blocklayer or something like that, or you know, get apprentice with somebody else. So. Jesus would have uh, studied Torah as any normal little boy would have of his age. And he would have had these scriptures gone over and over and over and over again. And so it would have been something that he would have memorized. So these little guys would have memorized the Torah, all five books. Then, for instance, Paul, he was very clever. So Paul, I'm not saying Jesus was not clever, I'm just saying that Jesus, we don't know that Jesus went on to another school. He may have just gone straight in with his dad and carried on studying the rest of the scriptures on his own. Uh, Which probably is what he did, because uh, if we contrast him with Paul, Paul called himself a Pharisee of Pharisees. He had reached the pinnacle of education in his culture, so he would have gone on to Bet Midrash, and then he would have gone on and sat at the feet of Gemeliel. He would have been a, a student, a private student under an uh, auspicious rabbi. That's what Paul would have done. So Jesus uh, would have probably done the same amount of study that Paul had done, but he probably did it on his own and learned the whole of the and just studied the rest of the scriptures on a very intense level. Um, carrying on growing up. Paul went to schools and learned the Midrashic. He learned the rabbinical way of understanding things. So he would have learned about the things that they t- teach about in the Midrash or in, in the midrash, and as well as in the Mishnah, that kind of thing. He learned a system. Jesus was not after a system. He was after the scriptures. So that's why I don't personally think that Jesus would have gone on to the other schools. I think he would have uh, thrown himself into a deep study of the prophets and of the history portions and the Psalms. He quoted them quite freely, but he, would, he did not go and learn the system of Judaism, which is what Paul learned. And I'm saying this because when, I, when you read the Gospels, Jesus did not associate himself with the Sadducean school or the Pharisees, first, blah, 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 Pharisaical school. He was not part of that. He was in his own school. He was his own person when it came to the way he lived and interpreted and and fulfilled the scriptures. We'll put it that way. So, Jesus did not come to destroy the law and the prophets. The Sadducees studied the law, the Pharisees studied the law and the prophets. Jesus lived it out. He lived it all out. He did not allow himself to get bum- sucked into a particular school or frame of thought because he was the fulfiller of all of these texts. Now, all of the Sadducees and the Pharisees thought that they were fulfilling the text when they argued over how you should interpret this, that, and the other and how you should apply this law, that law, and the other thing. They thought they were fulfilling the text. But Jesus was ultimately, properly fulfilling the law and the prophets. And he says that they will not pass away until all is accomplished. And he was the one coming to accomplish. So when I talk about King's Evangelical Divinity School, what I want to say is is that they do not come from a denominational bent. They do not come out of any sort of established church. They are... Uh, an independent, I say independent, but they're accredited by the University of Chester in the UK. So, uh, but if you do the Knowing Your Bible course, the emphasis is going to be on how do we interpret the scriptures? How do we read the scriptures as the word of God and understand them for today? So the Knowing Your Bible course, it is online. It is free to to do each module as you work your way through. I think there's seven or maybe even eight modules. So they have a module on uh, understanding the Bible as the revelation of God. They have a module on New Testament survey. They have a module on Old Testament survey and the history of the Old Testament. They have a module on interpretation and the basics of understanding Uh, how to interpret the Bible, the genre of the Bible, the background of the Bible, things like this. So you get on their website and you can look up Knowing Your Bible. This is the non-accredited course that they offer. So you will get no official accreditation whatsoever from any sort of accrediting body. Um, But if you're a Sunday school teacher or if you're someone who just wants to understand the scriptures better in their cultural context and in their historical context, if you're someone who, like I said, teaches Sunday school and wants a better understanding of the scriptures in order to be a better Sunday school teacher. Or if you're a lay pastor and you love the scriptures but you've never actually been to a Bible school. This is the course for you uh, uh, because it's not as expensive as doing the degree. But it's very solid, foundational, marvelous stuff that will give you a very broad scope of understanding of the whole of the scriptures. So Jesus did not come to abolish, he came to fulfill. So the King's Evangelical Divinity School Knowing Your Bible course is really good as a foundational stepping into a, an academic understanding of scripture that still holds scripture as the inspired and word of God that is revealed to us through the writer's for our edification and strengthening. That is what King's Evangelical Divinity School is about, or KEDS as we call it. So K E D S. So KEDS is evangelical, it is, uh, but it, is, it does not associate itself with any specific evangelical denomination because their primary goal is learning to interpret the scriptures and learning to read the scriptures so that we can apply it to our lives today, knowing that they are the authoritative Word of God. That's what they're about. So I'm saying all this to say um, I would recommend the Knowing Your Bible course because the scriptures are the foundation of what Jesus taught and they're the foundation of what Paul taught. And Paul wrote a big chunk of the New Testament and Peter and John wrote the other big bits of the New Testament and they sat under Jesus and learned from him. And he came to fulfill the Old Testament so and fulfill the law and the prophets and things like that. So the scriptures are primary in the thinking of Jesus, the thinking of Paul, the thinking of John, the thinking of Luke, primary. So it is very important for us to understand the cultural and historical setting of the scriptures. It's, it's beyond useful. It's almost essential, really. So I would highly recommend that. The other thing I would, recommend, I would say is that it is the Knowing Your Bible course. So, Bible, as I said, is the scriptures of God inspired by the Spirit of God and expounded by Jesus in the Gospels and by Paul in the Epistles. So, uh, that's the scriptures. Now, we recognize them as authoritative and as the revealed mind of God. So, that's where we're coming from. Now, the idea of knowing, do not get it into your head that knowing is just about head knowledge. If you know that 2 plus 2 equals 4 great. No one's going to demean you or belittle you or poo-poo you for that. But if you walked up to the counter and said, I got two apples and two bananas, so I want to buy five pieces of fruit, the lady at the counter at the grocery store is going to look at you like you're nuts because you obviously don't know what it means in practice. Okay? You follow me? So knowing your Bible is great. You are going to learn information, but you need to then put that into practice. Live out the essence of the text is what you're after. But to do that, you need to know it. So I just had a chat with a friend of mine. She just turned 21 and I bought her a cup of coffee and we had a fantastic chat. And I explained to her about the Dead Sea Scrolls and about Uh, the importance of reading the Bible in a chronological order, because I asked her directly, how's your Bible reading going? And she said, oh, I do this and this, and she explained what her current habit is of reading the Bible. And I said, oh, that's great. If you don't really understand a lot of Isaiah, just keep reading it. Read it again, read it again. And then I used a certain amount of my academic training to help her as a 21-year-old who is learning to read her Bible in more depth and and more um, sophisticatedly, and I I used a little bit of my academic knowledge to enhance her reading of the Scripture, and she loved it, and she said, "Oh, I'm so glad we got to talk and everything, and I, we prayed, and that was it. It was happy birthday, and it was her birthday, and so it's a so you can learn from this knowing your Bible course and put these things into practice and put into practice what you learned." out of it in your prayer life and in your teaching on a day-to-day basis and use it to help other people. So, I'm working on a masters, but I was helping her in things that you can learn from the Knowing Your Bible course, which is a non-accredited course that King's Evangelical Divinity School has to offer. Now, the nice thing about this is it's online. So, if you have a smartphone or a computer, you're good to go. Sign up on their website, buy the first module Get going on it. Download the audios, the videos, the articles. You know, look up, uh, get yourself your Bible and just start into it. And it's fantastic. And it's, you can do it in your own time if you got two nights. I mean, me personally, Sunday afternoons, that's my study time. I really don't work on it any other time because I don't really have time. But I do it on Sunday afternoons. And so it's a very flexible course. Uh, the information they give you is fantastic. You put, you get out of it as much as you can with the time that you have. And then you turn around and you write an essay or you do a test or something like that for the Knowing Your Bible course. 500 words, nothing huge, nothing giant. Uh, it's a very straightforward, foundational Knowing Your Bible. So I'm encouraging you to do this because our podcast here is all about delving into the text in order for it to change your mind and renew your mind so that you can live it out on a day-to-day basis. So today, Knowing Your Bible Course from King's Evangelical Divinity School, I'll put a link on the page uh, so you can click it and get straight to the the website of the school, and then I would encourage you to do it. And then we're going to do a couple more podcasts on their other programs to encourage you to get deeper into the scriptures and to go as far as you desire to go. Uh, with the Lord, ultimately, is who you're doing this with, is the Lord. So, God bless you, and have a great week. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. If you were challenged and encouraged by what you heard today, please feel free to share it with any friends or family you like. You're welcome to email us at calebtheelectrician at gmail.com. That's calebtheelectrician at gmail.com. And remember to leave a comment at iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere that you listen to podcasts.